0: since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2933. Deciding if you should quit something? This might help you by Emma Scheib of simpleslowlovely.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads you articles, stories, or essays every day, including holidays. I've been doing that since 2015, covering personal development or mental health, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Deciding if you should quit something? This might help you by Emma Scheib of Simple Slow lovely.com. It was a tough decision. I never imagined I would quit. Long years slogging away at my degrees, a rare job opportunity that I couldn't let pass me by, it all seemed perfect until it wasn't. It all seemed perfect until the day I sat in the car outside of work, tears running down my face, unable to move, unable to function completely spent with not an ounce left to offer work, let alone my precious family. So I did something I never imagined I would. I did something completely contrary to the way I'd been raised. I quit my dream job. It wasn't quite as rash as that sounds. I didn't do it lightly, and I weighed the costs of both options. Option A, keep the job, keep the stress, continue down the road of mental, emotional, and physical burnout, risk losing everything in order to keep everything, or option B, quit and go from two comfortable incomes to one, risk not being able to pay our mortgage. Each option presented its own benefits and risks. Each option would require more bravery than I felt capable of, but I had to make a choice, an unwavering commitment to one or the other. Ultimately, I know that I chose my well-being and my family over money and possessions. And I haven't regretted it for one moment. I lost my job, but I've gained an extra 6,300 hours with my youngest daughter before she starts school. I lost my job, but gained my mental health, reducing my anxiety medication to a bare minimum over the last nine months. I lost my job, but gained a sense of peace and contentment I'd rarely felt before. I lost my job, but found a way to live that wasn't crazy busy all the time. I lost my job, but found a life worth living that didn't hinge on fancy sounding titles or wealthy bank balances or overflowing calendars. I lost my job, but found myself. What decisions are you facing? I'm wondering if you have something that you're deciding whether to walk away from or persevere. Do you give it all you have or take a different route? The red pill? Or the blue pill. There's no easy answer. The decision ahead of you is tough. It will require bravery. Heck, it may be the bravest decision you ever make in your life. But what if you found your life in the process? Most of us know what the right decision is. If we really tune into ourselves, we probably intuitively know the best path. It's not the knowing that's hard, it's the doing. Two mindset shifts to help you make hard decisions. Mindset number one, ditch rational choice and listen to your instincts. Sometimes difficult choices mean we need to research our options. We need to lay out all the facts in a logical, rational fashion so we can weigh things up. We need to tap into the wisdom of family and friends. But what if there was another way? Because what if you can't hear your true self, your unconscious self, with all that extra noise. Several studies over the past decade have shown that decisions made by the unconscious brain outperform those made by rational choice. Essentially, there's evidence that going with your gut instinct is likely to result in the best decision. By all means, do the homework, but spend some time in silence, tuning into your gut too. And mindset number two, don't get stuck thinking there's a right or wrong decision. Life isn't as black and white as it's made out to be. Gray is perfectly normal and acceptable. And sometimes option A is no better than option B. It's just different. It's the commitment to one or the other that makes it the right choice for you. The concept of no absolutes is hard to grapple. My struggle with it daily. But think about a simple choice. It doesn't matter what brand of milk you choose, right? Essentially, they'll do the same thing. They'll taste the same, look the same, and cost similar. There's no right or wrong choice for something as trivial as milk. Why? You're not emotionally invested in one milk brand over the other. But what if your decision has huge emotional consequences, like leaving a job or leaving a partner? Professor Ruth Cheng proposes a five-step process for tough choice-making. Number one, figure out what actually matters when it comes to choosing your options. Do you care about the taste of the milk or that one brand will stay fresh for longer? Or do you care about having the most expensive brand? If you don't decide this now, it may lead to wavering between options later. Number two, make your pros and cons list for each choice. We're still being logical and rational here. The second step is where most people stop. Number three, recognize that these two options will both have good and bad points or consequences. When there are emotions and values involved, we cannot compare the two options in a scientific manner the way we would compare two brands of milk. It's not possible. Number four, make a commitment to one or the other. And this is it, baby. This is where the rubber hits the road. It's the most difficult step. But by doing this, by making a choice and a commitment, you're choosing your own path. Which leads to the fifth step, number five. Chang explains that this step is the forging of your path. It's the making of your identity. It's taking responsibility for your commitment and choice and creating yourself. I think that Chang's theory and steps give incredible freedom and power to us. They enable us to let go of perfection and embrace the gray that life offers us every day. It also means that we get to be the authors of our lives. We choose to take responsibility. If you have a tough decision ahead of you, I'd encourage you to try one of these mindsets as you approach it. You just listened to the post titled, Deciding if you should quit something? This might help you, by Emma Scheib of SimpleSlowLovely.com. Thank you to Emma for the post. I was in a decision analysis class in business school. It was probably one of my favorite classes. It was about quantifying as best we can the different options of a decision so we can arrive at the best possible choice. I learned something interesting in that class. It's not so much about the quantifying and crunching of numbers as it is getting to the root of the problem. So as an example, maybe you're trying to pick between two vacation destinations. Europe and Asia. Well, there's a cost factor, the distance, the language spoken, all these things are going into the decision and it can be overwhelming to think about it all. We can get stuck in analysis paralysis. But when you go through these factors, especially if it's a tough decision, usually you find this sort of big overall goal that we're trying to achieve, which in this case is probably just which trip we're going to enjoy the most. Isn't that what it all comes down to? And often our gut already knows the answer. If you don't believe me, leave it up to chance and just flip a coin. While the coin is flipping, there's a decent chance you'll be secretly wishing for one option more than the other. So I say all of this to remind you and me really to step back and look at the bigger picture. Sometimes that's all we need. So think about that big picture, make those decisions. Have a great day. Thank you for listening and being here and I'll see you back here tomorrow as usual. Where your optimal life awaits.